0: listening to Dressed to Kill Ministry. This message was recorded by one of our main speakers at our March 2023 D2K conference in Memphis, Tennessee. We pray this message blesses and encourages you to stand in faith for your needs and to walk in the fullness he has for you and your family. We look forward to seeing you at one of our next gatherings. dropped into my spirit. I couldn't get away from it. Amen was the dream. Amen. We know that Elvis had that comeback special. Amen. If I can dream, amen, if I can dream. This is what the Lord gave me as a title, amen, to retrieve the dream. Amen. Let me tell you today, the dream is not dead. Amen. The dream is very much alive. Amen. We need to have it resuscitated, amen. To not forget about those promises that you've been spoke over, amen. Even if it's long in coming, it says wait for it. Amen, for that vision amen. It will surely come to pass, amen. How many knows God is a good God, amen. It was over 20 years ago, these things that I'm doing now at 51, amen, was spoken over into my life at 30, amen. It was a long time, amen. Amen. It was a long time, amen. But God had a plan, amen. I want to talk to you about a dreamer. In Genesis 37, there was a dreamer, his name was Joseph. Amen. He had dreams that pointed to the greatness of the Lord's plan for his life. But not everybody was a fan of his dreams. Amen. In fact, when he shared his dreams, his, his brothers sought to take his life. Amen. They said, we hate his dreams and we hate his words. Amen. Amen. They hated him for his dreams. Amen. Amen. What, what was spoken over your life. Amen. Those words. Amen. So Joseph's brothers plotted to kill him for his dreams. Amen. There's a man famous for his dreams. His name's Martin Luther King. Amen. We've got a famous house. We're across from Graceland. And when Martin Luther King wrote that, uh, about the dream, amen, I have a dream. It was across from another famous house, the White House. Amen. And I remembered reading, because I live around D.C., amen, I'm from Maryland to Baltimore. I go down to D.C. almost every weekend. Amen. And when I read about that, He had written that speech at the Continental Hotel across from the White House, amen. And when he went to go speak it on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial, amen, there was a little gospel woman in in the audience. And he was going verbatim from what he wrote down. And the little woman shouted out, Tell them about the dream, Martin. Tell them about the dream, amen. And he went off script and he said, I have a dream, amen. I have a dream. Now in this town... Six miles down the road is that Civil Rights Museum, amen, with that Lorraine Motel, amen, where the man that spoke those words died, amen. Let me tell you something today, amen. He might have died, but his dream did not die, amen. He might not be here, but his dream lived on, amen, amen. We got to defend those field of dreams, amen. When you read in uh, Genesis 37, you see Joseph wasn't killed, He was brought to Egypt, amen, when the brothers turned on him and they wanted rid of him. He was brought to Egypt. Why is this important, amen? When he went to Egypt, it was going to be where his dream got fulfilled. Why is that important? I'm going to tell you why it's so important, amen, because right now we're in Memphis, Tennessee, amen? Guess where it gets its name? It gets its name from another place, Memphis, Egypt, amen amen you have come to the palace amen like Marianne said for such a time as this amen you are in the very place amen that god is going to fulfill those dreams amen that's been in your heart amen amen egypt amen another town that was famous for its great rivers, amen, Egypt, amen. It says in Hosea 9:6 6, Egypt, Egypt shall gather them up, and Memphis shall bury them. There are things that are going to have to happen to live out our dreams, amen. There are things that are going to have to die, amen, And are buried, amen. They need to die, amen. This flesh needs to be put to death, amen. Those grudges need to be put to death, amen. There are things that need to happen, amen, for the dream to live. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I loved Marianne. Brought the girls up. I had forgotten about little Mary Smith sharing with me that she had a dream. Amen. I had forgotten until Marianne lined her up and reminded me. Amen. Sometimes the the dream is long. It's drug out. Amen. When will it happen, Lord? When will my dream come to pass? Amen. If you know the story of Joseph, amen, you know that he went through many things before he got to where he was going to have the dream fulfilled. Amen. One of the things was he was put in Potiphar's house. Amen. After the pit, he went to Potiphar's house. And he probably felt great. Like, I'm in this good place and he had favor with Potiphar. But then you know the story. Amen. The Potiphar's wife lusted after poor Joseph. Minding his own business. And this woman torturing the flesh off of him day and night. Amen. And then what did she do? Amen. I she lied about him. It was an accusation that was false. Amen. And what did it do? It landed him in prison. Amen. Oh, but the plan. Amen. God still had the plan. Amen. The dream was still in place, Francis. Amen. It was still happening. Amen. And even in jail, it said in the word. Amen. He found fever. Fever. What does favor do? Favor opens doors. Amen. I've watched what favor can do. Favor, all the pe- people do things they don't even want to do. I remember at different times, people, I don't even want to do this. One woman told me, but I'm doing it anyway. Amen. That's what favor does. Amen. Favor does crazy things. Amen. Now he's in prison. Amen. Poor Joseph must have felt like he was more moving further away from the dream than closer. Amen. But looks can be deceiving. Amen. It says that while he was in there, he come in, call, in contact with a couple of other dreamers. Amen. The butler and the baker. Amen. And they were in prison and they both dreamed and they were sad. And so because of their sadness, Joseph comes alongside them and talks to them. Right. And they say, they tell him, we each have dreams, but there's no one to tell us what they mean. I love what Joseph says here. He says, interpreting dreams is God's business, TCB. It's God's business. But this is what he says. He says, go ahead and tell me your dreams. Amen. Because God's business was Joseph's business. Amen. He was in the business of what God was in the business of. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, tell me your dream. And the butler's going back to his position of cupbearer to Pharaoh. It says, in three days restored to your place, right? That's what happened. It came to pass. Amen. And even when the cupbearer forgot about Joseph, God didn't. Amen. God had a plan. Amen. And now in Genesis 41, now Pharaoh's the one with the dream. Amen. Right? Now it's Pharaoh who was sad and upset. And now it's this butler, this cupbearer. Amen. Who has a revelation. Wow. Wow. Wait a second, I really dropped the ball here, amen. I completely forgot about the one that interpreted my dream, amen. But guess what, he did it for me and he can do it for you too, amen. And now Joseph's summoned, amen. He comes, what does he do again, amen. He says, it's not in me, God will give Pharaoh an answer. Once again, pointing, amen, to God, amen. God has shown Pharaoh what he's about to do. Amen. And because of Pharaoh's dream, Joseph's dream is fulfilled. Joseph is promoted and his dreams come true. Amen. It took time for those dreams to come to pass. There was many in the story when the dreams seemed farther. Amen. In the Bible, in the Bible, the definition for the name Memphis, it means abode of the good. Amen. Abode of the good. What is an abode? It's a dwelling place. Oh, you know where I'm going, right? amen it's a dwelling place psalms 91 9 to 10 because you have made the lord your dwelling place amen because you trusted amen and believed in god amen you'll always have a refuge amen it doesn't mean we won't go through things it just means he'll be with us every step of the way amen i loved it when i was reading about that that god needs to be our fixed address amen for a people that might travel around a lot amen changing places and locations and addresses is normal. Amen. But God needs to be our fixed location, our fixed address. Amen. He's with us every step of the way. He is that ever-present help in times of trouble. Amen. Who knows that to be true? Deuteronomy 33, 27 says the eternal God is your refuge and underneath are the everlasting arms. Amen. Oh, wow. I pray that when I go on a plane. Listen, when you're up in the air, do you ever think like there's nothing under us? Amen. That just goes in my mind sometimes. Wow, there's nothing under me. Why am I even thinking about that today? Amen. Why? And I have to say, like I told my friend Margaret Ann here, let this mind be in you. That's also in Christ Jesus. Get your mind off of there's nothing under you. Amen. Cause I know I have something under me it's God amen amen he wraps those loving arms amen around whatever I'm in amen I love the rest of that he said underneath are the everlasting arms he will thrust out the enemy from before you what did Marianne talk about amen and listen to what he says he says and he will say destroy amen destroy amen destroy amen those everlasting arms that hold us up, that don't drop us. Amen. He carries us through just like he did for Joseph. Amen. I think it's very important to point out that Joseph's dreams were fulfilled because he helped other people figure out their dreams. Amen. When you're going through things, amen, the last thing on earth you want to do is think about anyone else. Amen. It's all about you. Amen. I'm going through this nightmare and I can't believe it. And if they call and I not answer. Amen. And I don't even want to go to church. I really would like to hide. Amen. I don't want to be around anybody. Amen. I'm so fixated on my own problems. Amen. Amen. But that's not God. Amen. So God brought Joseph's dreams to pass because of why? Because he helped other people figure out theirs. Amen. The abode of good. The abode of good. Memphis means the abode of good. Not evil. Amen. Genesis 50, 20 says, but as for you, to the brothers, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Amen. And lo- look with the rest of that, which we all love it so much. Amen. But God meant it for good in order to bring about what? The saving of many lives. Amen. There's a plan in place that's bigger than us. Amen. Keep those dreams alive right? Because God has a plan in place. Amen. As long as, this is what Elvis said when he sung that song, If I Can Dream. He says, as long as a man has to the strength to dream. Amen. He can, rede- he can redeem. Amen. He can redeem. What needs to be redeemed? Our time. Amen. Redeeming the time, it says in Ephesians 5, 16. To pay attention to how we walk, not as fools, but as wise men. Amen. Redeeming the time, because why are the days our evil? Amen. Making the best use of our time. That's why our are always after our time. Trying to get us to squander our time. Amen. Wasting it on garbage. Amen. Garbage. It sucks the life out of us. Amen. To redeem also means to buy back, to regain possession of, to recover, to retrieve, amen. The dream, amen, amen, amen. To be constantly aware of the ticking clock, amen. The time is winding down, amen. The time we've been given will be accountable for, amen. John 1, 14 says, the word became flesh and did what? It dwelt among us. The word is the Bible, it's him. And as we learn from it and understand it, it changes us. Amen. When I came here, because I was doing a carry on, I really had to do deep cuts. Okay. If it wasn't a necessity, I really needed to be left behind. Right. And I went into my purse and I started pulling out nonsense thing. And one of the things I was going to leave was my keys. Right. And then something told me, don't leave your keys. What if you can't get in your house? Right. It's nobody's no home or whatever. Cause you're coming home at the crack of dawn. And while I was looking at my keys, I was like, well, maybe I'll only take the one key to the key to the house. So as I'm looking, I find on here, uh, this is my new key ring that my friend bought me. Amen. My valley bought me that. Amen. So I put on it my two keys. Amen. One is my key to my current home and one is the key to my old house. Why do I keep this? Okay. I don't live there. I sold it a couple of years ago, amen? I kind of kept it like a keepsake, you know? Like uh, I, when I sold the house and I went to surrender the keys, the little Chinese woman that bought my house said, uh, is this all the keys? I said, yes, do you mind if I keep one key? I thought to myself, the woman's gonna think I'm like a serial killer or something. But she said, no, I'm changing the locks. So if it really doesn't matter, you can keep the key. So I kept it. And I've rubbed this around. This was out in Phoenix with me two years ago. I, the house has been gone, but I'm still hanging on to this old key. Amen. Listen, sometimes we hang on to old things, amen? Old places, old seasons. That house, I lived in it for a long time, amen? But it was only a season, amen? I, didn't, I don't go by visiting it. I don't go to look at it. My husband loves to tell me the grass is like this, and it's filthy looking. I was like, I'm not going by that old place. I don't live in that old house no more, amen? It's not my responsibility, amen? It's not my responsibility, amen, to let go Amen. No more holding on to the past. What would be a good thing to bury today is the past. Amen. You know, if you, I went over to Graceland yesterday when the girls was being tortured and doing a million things, and I'm scooping around in there with uh, my friend Annie and and, and, and Tilly, and we're mad, taking pictures and everything, and I was like, this is beautiful, and then one woman said to me, really, you thought Graceland was beautiful? I said, well, it is dated, right? It's dated, but I mean, it's beautiful to have seen Graceland, amen, but I don't want to live in Graceland with the green shag carpet, amen. I have no desire to go into the jungle room and take up residence, amen? I don't want these things. This is old, amen? It's dated, amen? What is out of dating needs to go, amen? They're hanging around too long, amen? It says in John 10, 10, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill and destroy. But I have come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. What is abundantly? It's a bitter land. Amen. It's a better quality of life. This is what I see firsthand from my experience with the Lord. Amen. I read a a quote once. A man with an argument is no match for a man with an experience. See, I had an experience with God. Amen. When I was 30 years old, I had an experience at the altar. Amen. I'm a big believer of change happening at the altar. I'm a big believer in sudden change. Amen. I had sudden change. Amen. I got up from the altar and went back to my seat and I wasn't the same person. Amen? I changed my direction. Amen? That can happen to anybody. Amen? God does great things, and He does it quick sometimes, and it might be one moment in time. This is the moment. Amen? Amen? Listen to what Elvis said. Deep in my heart, there's a trembling question. Let me tell you the answer to every question. It's God. Amen. God is the answer to every question. If you come in here with a need today, and you're worried, and you're stressed, and you're anxious about it. Amen. I'm going to tell you, God is the answer to every question. Amen. And see his word. Oh, the older I'm getting. Wow. Wow. An owner manual for how to live. Okay. This is an owner manual. This will tell you about everything. There is a one thing. If you come up to me and, and, and you ask me a question, I'll go dig if I don't know. But there's a verse for everything. Amen. There is a verse from everything. Amen. Amen. God's got a plan in place. Amen. For every question. Listen to what Elvis said. Right. Like a beckoning candle. Amen. Let me tell you something. God is a beckoning candle. Amen. In Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock at everyone. Amen. Knock at the door. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me, and we will share a meal. Amen. You know what an open heart is? An open door. Amen. When you see an open door, what do they put? They say, open for business. Let me tell you, open for business. What does TCB mean? Taking care of business. What is that lightning bolt in a flash? Amen. God can do things suddenly. Amen. Sudden change. Amen. Amen. God can do it. Amen. Listen to what his words in his song. If I can dream. While I can dream, oh, please let my dream come true. Amen. Right now. Amen. Now is the time. Amen. God speaks a word. Amen. Listen, I feel led to close. Are we going to do an altar? Okay. We're going to do an altar. Let me tell you today. Amen. Girls. Amen. A quick work. Amen. A sudden work. Amen. The old left behind. Amen. To take home the new. Amen. Amen. The door that's been closed. Amen. <laughs> Open in Jesus' name. Open for business. The Father's business. Amen. Who's willing? Amen. Let me tell you something. Don't even wait till they all starts Come up now. Amen. Get from your seat and move. Amen. God's doing something in this house right now. Let me tell you something. I feel his power. I feel his anointing. Don't wait. Run. Amen. I feel the anxious and the worry all over this place. God's putting to death things in this house. God's changing things in this house. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.